This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. We're recording. I'm sitting back, getting comfortable. I'm ready. Let's go. One, two, three. This is a headgum podcast. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Angeles, 2015. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we have a friend over to watch an episode of the Golden Girls, and then we talk about it. We just watched season three, episode eight, Brotherly Love, which aired on Not November. Not about gay people. No, and also not about the television show Brotherly Love with the Lawrence brothers, Joey Lawrence, oh, Matthew yeah. Lawrence, I don't Andrew remember that Lawrence. one. I didn't watch that what? one. You don't, Joey Lawrence th- sang the theme song. I it stopped was like, caring about Joey Lawrence after Blossom. It was like a very 90s. I've, I've extensively searched online for nude pictures of Joey Lawrence, and I have not found one. Good luck. Good luck keeping up with that. Yeah. Um, which, uh, Brotherly Love, of course, is the episode where... Dorothy kind of dates Stan's brother, and Rose spends the entire episode uh, exhausted and in a bathroom. From insomnia. Yes. Can't sleep. But can't we, sleep. The, the, the lesson is learned why very towards the episode, end of yes. the episode. We know why she can't sleep. Yes. But, and yeah. uh, joining us today. Oh, my God. I love her. Is a lovely guest. She's a very <laughs> funny writer. <laughs> love. I'm using the word love here. You, I sound, I'm very hoarse. I spent, I just spent a week in St. Louis and I think the traveling, I'm like with something with allergies. So my voice is very like, uh, like it's very, to be authory. It's, it's yeah. cracking. So own it, own it. Smoky voice today. Own it. Everybody, <laughs> please welcome Brittany Nichols. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Oh, you know, golden. We're great. Oh, nice. We should say, I should say that Brittany kind of saved my life right before we started recording oh this podcast. Can I, can I set this up? Can I set this up? Yes, so, you can set this up. Um, I'm sitting in here, sitting in the studio, and before Car- we start recording, Carrie has to go make tinkle, and I I'm just talking with Brittany, doing her thing, and then all of a sudden I get this text message from Carrie. There is literally no toilet paper in here. Now, there's a moment of panic for me because... Oh, no. Plus, I said, I just peed. There's yeah. a huge difference between going into the, a bathroom and discovering there's no toilet paper yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and, and going in and peeing and then discovering that there's no toilet paper. Huge yeah. difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huge. Sure. I've never experienced that. Um, sure. You're a guy. You just shake it off and walk it out. Shake like, it off. Shake it off. Uh, <laughs> but... 
I yeah. So Carrie texted me um, from the bathroom. Can you bring? Because I always bring my phone into the bathroom just in case for situations. Of like course, this. for emergencies. Yeah. Um, guys, you bring the phone in the bathroom to do stuff on your phone in the bathroom. <laughs> like well, that's that's not I, emergency. Sure, but I also like, always like to have it with me. The best tweets are scheduled on the toilet. Um, <laughs> but I uh, so Carrie texted me. Can you bring me a tissue or anything? And I had a bit of a panic moment because I was like, I don't want. To bring Carrie toilet paper, like I don't, I this is this is upsetting for me, and I I don't know how why I don't want to even understand why it's so just me. Let, so let me pick up the story from there. Yeah. So I'm sitting, I'm still sitting there, and yes, I'm like constructing an Instagram post because I was like, what else, what else am I going to do while I'm sitting in here like <laughs> really? drip drying? Yeah, what else am I going to do? What, what what's the Instagram post? Were well, you, I haven't posted it yet. I was like trying to come up with a post it, and then we'll post it in the podcast when we when we sure. do this. That's great. I mean, I, I didn't like take a photo of myself in the bathroom. Like I'm going to tweet. That, like I'm gonna post this. That's it was what I would do. A photo mm-hmm. I'd taken like a day or two ago. Anyway, so so like, there's like Graham. there's kind of a soft knock in the door, and I thought it was you. No, because I didn't think that you were gonna ask our guest, who's like doing us a favor by like giving us her time today. <laughs> but I, I suddenly I, I kind of open the door a little bit, and um, and I just hear Brittany's voice, and uh, and she I she figured. handed me some paper towels, Y'all. and because uh, there was no toast, I couldn't find tissues. Yeah, anywhere. that's okay. And paper towels. What is it soft? I mean, you know, yeah. No. Absorbent. It was rough. It was it's, rough. Yeah, it's yeah. not ideal, but, you know, yeah. it gets the job done. You blotted it. You blotted it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's more of a blot than, like, a white wow. one. It's, like, a rough. Yeah, I just didn't. I just figured, like, you know, oh, Brittany, she knows vaginas. Like, but like it's, familiar. It's yeah. so funny. It's 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 funny to me because, like, I've known you longer than I know Brittany. Like, I, yeah. I, I like, I know you a lot, more, like, better than but I like, know. It's just, and it's very funny that but you gave her that responsibility but of, like, like. She's known vaginas a lot longer than I have. You know what I mean? Like, she she she's aware of vaginas, and I only know vaginas from a very like you know contextual place like it's like a it's an imaginary sort of world it's i literally didn't know that women didn't pee through their their little man in the boat situations until like orange is the new black yeah until, i feel like so many so many people learn that i had from no orange idea is the new black i had no idea reason. also just I mean, so we're clear i did not see any vagina oh that's yeah. important yeah, that's the other you didn't thing show any I vagina I, I mean i yeah i also Throw don't know what, what your expectation was because all i wanted was for you to like bring me something you could well, I wouldn't want you to slide under the door because then, like, mm-hmm. it can get like that can get dirty. That's but, what like, I would have done. But I, I would. But what I did was I opened the door. Yeah, that's and I too just, much. That's anxiety. And I just Not enough. Reached my hand. Yeah, like, and I, like, I saw Brittany's no. hand. Arm came and that in. was it. Yeah, would it be it funny if you thought that was my hand? You were like, "Wow, Scott's black now." <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know what you thought I was asking for or what that I didn't expectation think you were asking was. for anything. I just didn't want to see your vagapoo. Well, I would. I wasn't gonna show it to you. I just didn't want to come near. I feel like <laughs> maybe you get completely naked to see. Yeah, and maybe I'm gonna like get up and open the door and like. No, I just didn't. I like the the idea of coming within three feet of your bare vagina was a little too much for me. <laughs> all right, all right, okay, all right. Now we've. We, I feel yeah. like we've really gotten to like the heart of. I mean, what's I'll, going on I here? I am totally like you. I'm, but I don't want you coming within three feet of my bare, you know, schmimickle. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. Oh, yeah. goodness. It's okay. All right. Well, that's, that's Welcome fair. to the podcast, Brittany. It. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway, thank you. This is making me think maybe I've seen, like, a weird amount of my friends naked. Oh, I see my friends naked a lot. So, wait. Well, then what's the difference? Yeah, male friends. Male friends. I don't really see female friends naked ever. Huh. 
Like, I have a friend, my best friend, Lori, whenever she comes and stays with me, like, she'll, like, change, like, you know, bra and panties and stuff, but I don't see her naked. I just don't see a lot. I don't, I can't even remember the last time I saw a woman naked IRL. Like, I don't. Not even mm-hmm. boobs. I haven't seen boobs in real life in oh, a Oh, man, I'm going to show you my boobs someday and make you so <laughs> uncomfortable. No, it won't make me uncomfortable. Like, it okay. won't, but it's more like, I, because of the life that I lead... The chances of me seeing a naked woman is That's very, true. very rare, sure, people. Sure. Yeah, I guess when I think about when I've seen a naked guy, it has been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, again, I think it was all about expectations for you. On, I, mean, I guess you maybe didn't know what you were walking into, so you wanted to play it safe. I just wanted mm-hmm. to avoid it. Sure. And it's, it's also Hanukkah. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, Happy everybody. Hanukkah. That is not um, my third day gift. Sorry. Your vagina is not my third day gift. Anyway, Brittany, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for it. being here. You're welcome. I've been tasked with that yeah. many times. <laughs> See, she had an experience. Problem. I have a common problem. Um, so, Brittany, what is your, like, backstory with the Golden Girls? What's your kind of... Hmm. When did you become aware? I don't, I'm sure when I was little, I, like, saw it in passing, mm-hmm. but in my adult life, I haven't, like, gotten back into it. You've I've, been busy with toilet paper. I've been busy doling out TP. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, like, watched a couple episodes because I didn't want to come in completely Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. You don't have to do that, though. We, we encourage our guests to come wherever they're at in their Golden Girls journey. I feel like it would have been embarrassing how little I knew. No. Like, oh, I watched it, and I was like, oh, Betty White is in this. Like, yeah. that's the level I we've was had working guests, with. We've had guests who have never seen the an episode of the Golden Girls, mm-hmm. and it's always refreshing to see it with them because they see things that Carrie and I, having seen every single thing many right. times, don't see anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, let's dive into this one. Let's it was dive it's into a funny it. episode. Can I you ask know, a question? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so the mom, mm-hmm. Sophia. She li- Sophia, she lives with them. Yes. yes. Did she always live with them? Yes. From the pilot. In the pilot, she moves in. So they share a room? No. She has her own bedroom. There's four bedrooms. We just didn't see it. Okay. I f- okay. I don't know. I feel like when I something from the pilot was like, "Oh, I'm renting two bedrooms," and then you're it was absolutely like, right. That yeah. was the thing that they kind of like skirted under the rug. Uh, they don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of like weird little inconsistencies like that. Because yes, she was renting two bedrooms, but mm-hmm. then when Sophia moves in after the pilot, they suddenly have three. And yeah. I think it was because um, when they wrote Sophia into the pilot, I don't think she was actually. She was meant to be just a recurring character. Right. But when they Mm -hmm. saw how great she was and the great chemistry she had with the other women, Mm -hmm. they were just like, oh, she needs to be in the show. Yeah. And then, you know, and and, and something we always talk about with these, like, weird inconsistencies and casting new actors to play the same character, like, it's very strange, Mm -hmm. is that... People weren't binge watching, you know, yeah, it's like you right. have a week in between episodes or some, you know, months in between episodes or seasons. So mm-hmm. people were less likely to notice things yeah. like that or and kind plus, of catch on. We don't know if like maybe they were keeping a guest room open. Like sure. maybe mm-hmm. they weren't. Maybe mm-hmm. there was three rooms available and she was only renting two because right. of, you know, people space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She has family. She has kids. They sure. come visit. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and now whenever people come visit, they have to share rooms and stuff. So it's, oh. it's so maybe that was it. That's well, me. Thank you for clearing that up. For You're me. welcome. Absolutely. Uh, Okay, so this episode is is it was surprisingly funny 
unexpectedly funny because I, I don't remember me it being this funny. Like I didn't, I was pleasantly surprised by it. It was very funny. It opens yeah. uh, in the kitchen. Uh, like I said, Rose spends this entire episode in a bathrobe. Must have been great for her comfort yeah. wise. Um, <laughs> it's it, she's now going on her third night of not being able to sleep. I feel um, her. I get. The, I'm. I have crazy insomnia. Really. I had it since I was. I remember the first night I had it. I was. I was. It was the night before fifth grade, Mr. Parsons class, and I was. I just couldn't sleep, and I was up all night, and ever since then, I've had insomnia. Oof. Yeah. Ooh. I know. Ooh. I don't, I'm not, ugh. It's a problem. Yeah. I've learned how to cope. Well, oh, good. I'm glad you've learned how to cope, because <laughs> Rose, Rose can't figure it out. She can't drink warm milk, mm-hmm. um, because it reminds her of, like, when her cousin fell into a giant, like, tub of milk, and that became some sort of, like, contest thing Weird. later on in St. Olaf, where people would, like, yeah. whatever. I tuned oh. out at that. Yeah. <laughs> later, later we learn that she can't count sheep because she's allergic to wool. So, yeah. like, clearly she's which you know, we know is bullshit because of those ugly sweaters she wears. She does wear a lot of wool sweaters. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Good catch. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Stan shows up, Dorothy's ex-husband, in a fantastic sweater. I loved his striped sweater. It was very American apparel. I thought it was so ugly. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like ill-fitting. I yeah, I liked it. I like I would wear that sweater if it was like kind of long and. Baggy with mm-hmm. like tight mm-hmm. jeans. Yeah, you know what I mean? oh, that, yeah. Okay, that I could see. Like, yeah, so like, like, like leggings, jeans. Yes. Yeah, yeah like jeggings. So, the, so the sweater could kind of be a dress too. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. like that. But I get it. Didn't look good on him because he was also wearing like khaki pants. Yeah. That were also kind of loose. On and him, it was a dad sweater. On you, it would be a hipster sweater. Yeah. On yeah. me, it would be like American Apparel all the way. All day. I'd be all about mm-hmm. it. Go, yeah. go team, go. Yes. Um. So he shows up and um. I forget where this came in. At, at some point, I mean, Sophia... Well, no, he showed up yeah. because um, his brother's in town. Yes, he showed up because his brother, his younger brother, Ted, is in town. Yeah. Um, but as soon as he comes in, uh, you know, doing his hi, it's me stand, Sophia's the one that answers the door. She does not give a fuck. Oh, yeah. She she hates him. Yeah. And um, she says something about... She says something to him about... Uh, she goes, I didn't know that Dorothy was pregnant until four days after the wedding. Yeah. Which... We learn is actually we know is actually not true because of a flashback episode in which yeah. we see Dorothy come to Sophia and say that she's pregnant yeah. and that she doesn't know what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, Dorothy played by the lovely Lynn Green, Lynn who Green, was just on the podcast. Previous guest. Um, yeah. So we know that's not true. So I'm just poking holes. Yeah, that's that's all I'm doing. That's okay. Um, also, a little IMDb fact, which oh. I feel like we should call IMDb Arthur. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So Herb Edelman, who plays Stan, who he's playing the older brother of the actor Ted, whose name is McLean Stevenson. But in real life, uh, Ted is actually six years older than Stan. Oh, that's acting. Just another example. (laughs) That's acting. Just another example of the little old, uh, you know, Dorothy and Sophia thing, where uh, one's playing the mom, but she's actually younger. Um, Just. Like Dorothy and Sophia. Yeah. Sophia's younger. Yes, yeah. exactly. I'm just, Is that again, real? Yeah. She's, yeah. Like a, she's she, like a year younger or something. She wears, they, they put a wig on her in old yeah. people makeup. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. I know. Yeah. It's usually the thing that people are most like, woo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Rose is the oldest. And the last one alive. Yeah, Betty White's oh, the oldest. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so Ted's in town. Brittany's mind so, is blown right Sophia now. Sophia hates <laughs> Sophia hates Stan, but Dorothy comes in. And she's all like, "Oh my God, 
Ted, come give me some love. And then when after she gives Ted some love and then Stan says, hey, Dorothy, is me Stan or whatever. She's like, what does she say? Go go hug a um uh, what's the the bomb thing? Go hug oh, yeah, a landmine. Go oh, hug a landmine. Yes, which oh, is that like was amazing. Amazing. Um, <clears throat> you also um, uh, there's a great. I mean, again, Rose is like so so sleepy, and she has to go to work at like the is the she, grief center. She's back working at the grief center. Even yeah. though I think was she already fired from that? No, she wasn't yet. She hasn't been yet. Okay, no. great. So. Um, so uh, when Rose comes out to talk to everybody and she's like, I have to go to work. And Ted says, what do you do? And she, she's in a bathrobe and Dorothy goes, she's Gary Hart's campaign manager. <laughs> and then there's a long laugh break. And she goes, you know, it's it's it doesn't pay much or something, but you don't have to get out of bed. Now, let's let's give some reference here, guys. Gary Hart was a presidential candidate, Democratic presidential candidate, not a WWE or WF wrestler. If that's what some people were thinking. That's what I was thinking. And then I was like, oh, that was Bret Hart and Owen Hart. R.I.P. Owen Hart. Yeah, I wasn't aware. I didn't go in that direction. Um, but because you know things, it's because you know things that matter, and I don't. That's so, why Gary Hart was caught with um, a mistress, and it was sort of like one of the early days of. It was at the beginning of sort of like presidential sex scandals, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And we were definitely in um, this sort of post Kennedy. Like a lot of stuff on Kennedy was coming out about Marilyn Monroe. So there's this culture of like getting the goods on these past presidential scandals and we're in a post-Nixon world where everyone's like presidents aren't gods anymore so you can Mm -hmm. report all this shit on them and then it seeped into campaigns and it started with you know George McGovern admitting that he had had treatment for bipolar disorder and then it like just not McGovern excuse me um his 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 uh his VP, I forget his name, a Missouri senator, and then just went from there where people were just like, let's investigate all the candidates. And then Gary Hart got caught with a mistress and it became sort of a really awesome, that same year too, um, Joe Biden got caught plagiarizing a a, a speech mm-hmm. and he dropped out of the presidential race as well. So the 88 presidential campaign was a shit show. Wow. And the eventual nominee became Michael Dukakis, Happens to be the brother of Olympia Dukakis of Who Steel is Magnolias fame. In Steel Magnolias. Yes. <laughs> yes, get off my bench. Yes. Her take a whack a weezer. Oh, take a whack a weezer. Oh, I don't know. My Come daughter. on, Malin, smack her. Like <laughs> that movie is just so everything. My daughter can. I can't run to Texas, but my daughter can't. I don't know what I'm saying. Drink your juice, Shelby. Drink your juice, Shelby. I haven't seen that movie since high school. You need to watch it <laughs> you immediately. Watch it. And it's then you need to watch the really Queen Latifah remake on uh, Lifetime, and then you need to watch the original again and realize things have changed. There was a Queen Latifah remake? Yes, on Lifetime mm-hmm. Television for Women. And I even, because I was so obsessed, I emailed someone, like some PR person at Lifetime, being like, listen, you don't even have to pay me. I will come in and just like, talk about that. I would tweet this shit for you. Like, I will, I'm obsessed. I think I was the only person watching. <laughs> no, I bet there were other people who watched Yeah, three it. others, my friends. <laughs> so it was terrible? It was pretty bad. Felicia Rashad was in it. Alfred Woodard was in it. Was like a, it was like a black female lady cast. Mm-hmm. Um... And it was, I liked, I mean, I, you know, you get, you get some strong black females in the room. I mm-hmm. am there, but it was a little much. It wasn't, okay. yeah, it was, it's still Magnolias, man. Were there still lesbian undertones? Um, n- no. Ugh. Was there lesbian undertones in it? In the original? Yeah. Yeah. With who? Is there not? I don't think Maybe so. Maybe I just think everything's Maybe gay. Dolly Parton was getting getting freaky with Daryl Hannah. And the, That's the only thing I could think of, if yeah. anything. It was like Dolly Parton and Daryl Hannah. Just Dolly Parton's husband was terrible. Sam Shepard. Um, yeah. Yeah, he was a bad dude. I could see that a Great little actor. bit. Great actor. Bad dude. Yeah, it's been a while since yeah. I've... 
Huh, I've seen it. Anyway, Golden Girls. <laughs> anyway, so um, I also have to say, the actor that plays Ted is so horrible. Bad. So bad. <laughs> like, almost as bad as Rose's, uh, or the two guys, the, the twins. twins. That's yeah. what I was thinking, the yeah. twins that date Blanche that one time. Everything he says, he's just like, well, why, Dorothy? It's good to see you. Hi. Like, when, when he comes in and yeah. he's talking to Sophia, he goes, hi, Sophia, I'm Ted. I am Stan's little brother. Remember, we danced at the <laughs> wedding? And I was just like... Who the fuck did you know to yeah. get on this show? You're awful. God, if that was, I wish it was that easy. Here I am, like, you know, fucking finally Rocky for like employment. A yeah. And it's like, guys, I can deliver a line better than that. I'm not even a fucking actor. Hey, Dorothy. <laughs> That's what I would do. If I was doing that line, what was his line again? Give it to me and I'll do it better. Um, uh, hi, Sophia. It's me, Ted, Stan's little brother. Okay, here we go. Okay. Sophia! It's me, Ted, Stan's little brother. How you doing? See, I added some Wendy Williams in there. Mm -hmm. A little improv. That's great. You're right. I'd hire you on the spot. You're much better. Yeah, you at least seem like you've seen her before. Yeah, yeah, and that you and that you have human emotions. Yeah, (laughs) he sounds like a robot throughout this entire thing. Um, So Blanche, of course, seeing that there is a man in the living room, is like very interested in learning more about Ted, and she learns that he's a doctor. He's a neurosurgeon. Neurodoctor. And she asks, she does that thing where she's like, "I bet you're." Wife, really, you know what I mean? To yeah. try to like investigate, and and Dorothy's like, "Oh, Ted's divorced." And then Blanche does this amazing thing where she she learns he's divorced, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." Uh-huh. And she like slinks up from the chair uh-huh. and then positions herself on the couch between Dorothy and Ted. She, like, They're already sitting like in. knee to yeah. knee. She squeezes her body in and just pushes Dorothy off to the side, yeah. and it was. Amazing. Kind of the best thing ever. Um, so she basically insists that they go out on a date. Like, she's very persistent about it, and he's kind of like, all right. Um, and then uh, then that night, we sort of see him. What are you eating? <laughs> I, ha- I need a cough drop. I need a oh, cough drop. Oh, it's a cough um, drop. I thought it was a bag of mini Butterfingers. I thought no. it was peanut M&Ms. Oh, really? You know, the yellow neither bag. of those yeah. things could I eat because I'm allergic to peanuts. Oh, sad. That's right. So you guys just want to kill me, clearly. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Sorry, I have to. I have to do this because my voice. My of course, yes. of course. <clears throat> it's for the art. Sure. Now you sound like a wrestler. Now <laughs> you sound like a couple to take you, Undertaker. Snap into a slim gym. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, that's really good. That was really good. Thank you. You should do voiceover <laughs> Thank work. Thank you. I'm trying. Someone hire me. <laughs> So, Blanche, so now it's at the end of their date. We don't give a shit how it's gone because Ted's so boring. Yeah, but he's, and she's wearing a horrible outfit that looks like, like fucking like a black sweatpants with like some things glued onto it. It's like a geometric, shiny. I don't like it. Did, were you okay with her sweater? Do you remember that one, like the geometric one? It looked the, appropriate for the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's absolutely true. But the way you said it, that was just like. I pass on this question. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was symmetrical. It was. It yes. was. So Blanche, um, Blanche invites Ted. She's like, you know, she invites him in for a nightcap, and Ted's like, oh. I don't want to put you out. That's great. And she's like, I like to put out. <laughs> I mean, it's no bother. Like she's very. I love it. Um, um, so he, she invites him inside. They sit on the couch, and she tries to seduce him mm-hmm. with. And again, it's like 
It's so forced. It's so, but he's also like it to me. I forgot where this episode goes, but I'm like, does he not pick up on social cues? Because she's like, um, she's like, oh, is it is it just me or is it hot in here? I'm hot. Do I feel hot? And he's like, uh, check your thermostat. And she's like, yeah, I don't know where it is. Could you find it for me? And he's just like, okay, what room do you think it's in? Like, yeah, I'm just like, what are but you? Then again, knowing. At least my brothers, like my straight brothers, I have a feeling they would probably respond like that because they're basically boring robots. Hope you're listening. And they, <laughs> um, they, they, they would. I can see them responding in such a literal way. And no offense to any straight dude listening, all two of you, but um, I have a feeling straight dudes, some straight dudes who are so sort of used to like how things work and the rhythm of patterns of women and uh-huh. they think it's so basic and by the book that I feel like some straight dudes would actually respond in this way. Okay. What do you think? Do you think like Brittany like do you think I think he was just being a dick. Mm, interesting. I think he knew what was Passive. happening. I like yeah, he that. was just being a dick. Yeah. He was just I, trying to blow her off without being mean because it was, you know, his yeah. old sister in law's But like roommate. still sticking around. Like he knew what was happening. He didn't just be like, oh no thank you. Yeah. He, like let well, her keep going. We learn why at the end. We learn what he's doing at the end um, of the episode. Well, sure, but we also know that um, we we also know that he thinks that um, he's like old fashioned. That he thinks that men mm-hmm. should be the one to like hit on the women and to to kind of make the move. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I can almost see it more like he's just being a dick. Yeah, because he's yeah. not into her or whatever. But. Um, but while Blanche is trying to seduce him, there's this whole funny bit where, like, first Rose comes in because she can't sleep, and, like, mm-hmm. Sophia comes in because she wants to watch, like, Johnny Carson, yeah. like, the mm-hmm. best of Johnny Carson or something, and it's so funny, and um, and uh, there's a great moment where, uh, so Ted's finally like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, and Blanche, of course, is pissed. I love the way he pushes Blanche off of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, because she's sitting on his lap she, at that he point. He basically, like picked her up and casually slid her <laughs> off of him, which I thought was really interesting. The way she, I mean, every, it's so amazing to watch Rue McClanahan throughout the series, especially if you start from the beginning until the end, because you realize that Dorothy had the the physical sort of cues, the facial cues to get a punchline going. She wouldn't have to say very much and people would laugh at her facial re- expressions. But, but Rue McClanahan, she was such a physical comedian. She mm-hmm. was so good at yeah. it. She was so on. She knew what to do in certain situations to make her body and a movement be funny. And it just, it was, it was, it's always fun to see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so great. And uh, as Ted's leaving, he's like, thanks for everything, Blanche. And Sophia's like, why? You didn't get everything, which <laughs> love it. And, um, and as he's heading out, that's when he runs into Dorothy. Who's, Dorothy! Who's coming home from like, on record, the latest parent-teacher conference of all time. No, 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 no. Okay, so if it's the best of Johnny... Let's just do some background here, okay? If it's the best of Johnny Carson moment happening, it's probably a primetime moment. It's probably one of the primetime specials of The Tonight Show, which is, like, weird animal tricks, the thing that David Letterman used to do. So it's like a 9 o'clock thing, probably. 9, 10 o'clock. But they said a time later. They said 11.30 later. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, Oh, I didn't catch that. I didn't know that. I didn't catch that at all. Well, then maybe, yeah, maybe she... Maybe she was just... Doing thirty things at parent teacher conference. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but uh but they run into each other and she's kinda like, Yeah, how was your date? And he was like, Yeah, I'm old I'm old fashioned. I like when the man does it <laughs> like that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. 
And is that where we end? It's just like, um, they, they just kind of like chat for a couple minutes. No, or they does chat. He, he kisses her. No, not yet. Doesn't he ask her if he, she wants to go out for a drink or something? Yeah. Yeah, there's some sort of flirtation happening. And okay. she's left being like, mama. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So great. Um, then this is my favorite scene in the whole thing. It's, um, it's still nighttime. Uh-huh. Rose still can't sleep. Uh-huh. Sophia hands her a glass of milk. Oh, and my is God, like, yes. Um, they're in the kitchen. They're in the kitchen. She's kind of like, you know, here, drink this. It's an old Sicilian uh, formula. It's it's, uh, it's called, we, <laughs> it'll help it, you sleep. Drink slowly. Drink slowly. So she's drinking slowly. Sophia goes behind her. And she takes a cooking pot out of... It's, it's a saucepan. A saucepan. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> I call it a pasta pot because I don't no, make No, it's too sauce small for a pasta it. pot. Okay, so it's a saucepan. Yes. And <laughs> she holds it over her head. Rose is still sitting there drinking the milk, kind of like waiting for something to happen. And Sophia's mm-hmm. behind her and she holds up the pot over her head. Saucepan. Saucepan. And she goes, <laughs> we call this Sicilian... Somnomitics. Yeah. And which, by the way, I have a joke for you before oh. we do this. So, um, you're really this, killing it at the tension moment. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> hold your breath for a second. Find out if, if there's going to be some blunt force trauma to the head and a call to the police department. Um, I'm holding my breath. Okay. So, a food, I hope I get this right. A, this is something, a dumb thing we did in college. A funambulist is a tightrope walker, right? Okay, yes, a funambulist is a tightrope walker. A subnomulist, subnomulist is someone who has trouble, um, who sleepwalks. Okay. And we used to have this joke. I say we, whatever, it doesn't matter. Ugh, I'm already shooting myself in the foot. Yeah. Um, what did, uh, what happened to the subnomulist funambulist? I don't know what, Carrie. Um, he fell asleep and fell to his death. It's not funny. I think it's just because it's a, t- it's a sleepwalking. It's, it's a, a vocabulary s- test. It's supposed to be a funny thing. You broke up a perfect story of tension <laughs> to tell a shit joke. And I don't even know if it's subnomulus. I just know that like sub, like subnomulist means like a. I'm gonna like cut you off to there. Sleep. So Sophia takes the saucepan. <laughs> And Rose is slowly drinking this, and as she says, this is how it just keep drinking, and she's about to hit Rose over the head when Blanche walks in and says, Sophia! And then Sophia puts her hands up <laughs> in both a surrendering, but also she's kind of shaking, so it's kind of yeah. like I'm old and feeble <laughs> kind yeah. of way, and it is... And Rose is still oblivious, so mm-hmm. Blanche goes over to Sophia, and she's like, what are you doing? And, and Rose is just like, I don't know, She's just drinking the milk. Yeah. Um, So then Stan comes by. Very funny moment. So then Stan comes over, and he he hasn't seen Ted, so he thinks that Blanche, she's like, hey, hey, like, it doesn't think of my brother. Yeah. And she's like, what? No, what are you talking about? He left hours ago, and then the... Stan gets worried, because he's like, oh, no, my brother could be out there lying in a ditch and bleeding or whatever. yeah. Because he's not an adult. So he's going to go look for Ted. Yeah. So he flies through the living room. Flies through. Opens, opens the door. Opens the door to find. <gasps> Kissing. <laughs> we pointed at Brittany like fill in the blank. Go. It's your turn. Go. Go. Come on. Get the, get the moment. No, it was Dorothy and Ted making out, doing the diddle party. 
And they didn't hear it when he opened the door, which is unrealistic. They no. kept kissing. You're right. And also, I want to know, how long do you think they were out there kissing? Seven hours. <laughs> I don't know. I just threw that. Can you imagine kissing for seven hours? Half the no. time when I'm in bed with someone and I'm kissing them, I'm like, can we just get to the sex? Also, know. like, what happened? Did they, like, sleep over at her room and then he was supposed to be leaving? No, I think when she came home for parent-teacher conferences and he... He, I forget the setup, but they went back out or something. Yeah. And they probably had a drink or a cocktail at like a late night place. And then he was taking her home. And it's late, of course. So, but it's now the next morning. Right. Like Stan has gotten up. He's, yeah. he's come dressed. over. Yeah. They've had a night of love. But they probably, they do say that they only talked. So, do you think they like went out to a bar? Maybe they were just like so wasted. Or they were the like, beach. let's just get or a the hotel beach. or they something. They went the to like an early diner or something. Oh, like a Denny's for a $2 special. You get that before six. Wow. So then that had to be a stinky kiss. Yeah, Their stinky breath, kiss. Yeah. Probably was not great. But he oh, had yeah. an Altoid or something. Maybe. Yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> so act break. Boom. Act break, Huge boom, thing. Boom. And then, then we're in the living room and everybody's kind of confronting each other. And Stan is kind of like, you know, Ted, that's my ex-wife. And Dorothy is like weirdly still clinging to him and like yeah. stroking mm-hmm. his chest and... And and she's acting, loving it. she is. She's she's like very almost like hypnotized. Like what of did course. she say? Where she was like, um, I'm trying to remember what she says. Where he's like, uh, I don't remember. But she's still she's she's just, in her moment. And yeah. Stan is clearly a little upset by this. And then Stan and Ted leave. Mm-hmm. And they go. And it's just Dorothy. Dorothy's in her last night clothes, and everyone else is sort of in their morning stitch. And Blanche says. I think you have some explaining to do. And then Dorothy goes, Ted and I. And then Blanche says, I can't take it anymore. I don't have to listen to this. And just storms off. I love that. So this sets up a kitchen conversation. There are moments in The Golden Girls that I think... You see act, these these actors because all the act all four actresses were connected in, for various ways throughout their career, except for maybe mm-hmm. Estelle, who was very much a Broadway actress or like separate actress. Um, and Blanche and Dorothy, Rue McClanahan and B. Arthur had been together on Maud before this, a famous seventies TV show, and so they they have this chemistry that like when there's fighting between them, it's it's just amazing to watch. It's so mm-hmm. fun. Like this fight scene between them. Is classic. I, I I forget I forget how much I loved it. It's yeah, it's a really great fight scene. There's a lot of name calling mm-hmm. with there's tramp, floozy, slut, trash that goes around. <laughs> Dorothy does this really funny bit where she's like, "Have you heard? Have, oh, you, have you heard I've, the new? Or got them I've all? Got them all written down. Oh my, can the we latest, read them together? Yes, the latest ad campaigns okay, here. Where are they? So the, this is the first one. Okay. Um, join the Navy. See, see the, the world, world. Sleep with Blanche Devereaux. Okay, I'll do the next one. The, have, you, have you heard the other one? Join the army. Be all you can be. Sleep with Blanche Devereaux. The Marines are looking for a few good men who have not slept with Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> and I love that she says ad campaigns, but they're all very military specific. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember in high school once, I, I, my high school did this, like, I was, I was, I was student body president. And um, I gave announcements like I the the whole job of body president was to like make the announcements during the, during whatever the all call stuff. And the one kid, it was senior year, and one kid got into West Point. So they were that was an, a big encouragement. Like, yeah, he got into West Point. We're in the Midwest. We care about these things. And um, so I announced it, and then I said, "Be all that you can be." And then the principal who made the announcements with me was like, "That's the Marines or whatever it is." <laughs> it's and the I, army. It's the army. And yeah. then. 
And he corrected me. And then I, when he said that, I was like, oh, don't ask, don't tell. And, <laughs> and, and it was, he, he, I got in trouble after that. But everybody in the school after that was like, that was amazing. That's amazing. I killed That's and got in trouble. Funny. Man, yeah, you've been doing stand-up a long time. Really have. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they're, you know, they're upset. Dorothy was basically like, look, if I thought there was anything between you and Ted, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have done anything. Yeah. And uh, Blanche is still like really, really. Sh- I mean, she's she's pissed. Um, but she's not. She's she's not beside herself. She's getting over it. Yeah. 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 Um, so then um, Rose is like wants to help calm Dorothy down or something yeah. or she, like Dorothy was up all night. So she's like, let me brew you my special tea. I've been <laughs> drinking it every night to fall asleep. And Dorothy <laughs> looks at it and is like, Rose, this is full of caffeine and she's like but our bodies need it it's good for our bones uh, i have a really hard time believing that this rose whole mixes plot, up calcium with yeah. caffeine no this whole b plot's bad i don't i mean i get <laughs> i get i get why they did it i get why it's there but like it, it has no it makes no sense it's like they were literally like we have this one storyline we have a lazy week let's just throw in rose is drinking a tea that like, keeps her up at night sleepy mm-hmm. silly rose is funny sure but like the, it doesn't go anywhere because no. even Nor does when it, serve a purpose. it doesn't serve a purpose but even when she does finally i guess the payoff is that she finally gets to sleep because she's not drinking the tea anymore and the yeah. girls keep her up and that's supposed to be the payoff but like She's sleepy throughout the entire there thing. There could have been a better way of doing this, like setting the storyline up. Yeah. You, could have, you could have still had Sleepy Rose and not have a bullshit, oh, you're drinking caffeinated tea. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a weird reason. Because, like, she knows coffee has caffeine in it because she drinks coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's I will it. say, I want to say right now, this is totally off topic, but listeners, you're hearing voices in the background. Um, and that voice is, there are people outside having a meeting right now about not Golden Girls specific stuff. But you're hearing it and we just want they you to know. They might be able to hear it. We're, they, they can. I can hear it. Oh, um, okay. And, and they are our friends and we are not about to be attacked. Um, <laughs> the studio is not about to be overrun. Um, I literally don't think one person was thinking that. I'm sure someone was. I was. Yeah. See, thank you. <laughs> She's got Do you my feel time. unsafe right now, Brittany? I, I mean, there's, there easy. was a pattern in my heart. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. All right. If I, I was Daredevil, I would have been able to hear that and I would know <laughs> yeah. but I'm not Daredevil. Um, I just wanted to tell the listeners that. We were aware. Great. Um, So now um, we're at this restaurant, dance, nightclub-y place where where Ted and Dorothy are on a date. Dorothy looks great. She's in a long red number with a white undershirt. It's like a whole thing going on. It's very silky. It flows. Though I will say, Dorothy's wearing red, and the colors of this restaurant are like purple and fuchsia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was weird to see like red on purple. She stood out. Oh, she, of course she stood out. I also yeah. noticed that Ted is taller than her, so I yeah. wonder, like, I feel like that's kind of a thing when they match B. Arthur up with men on the show is that they're always yeah. taller than her. Yeah. Um, which they've got to be, like, at least six feet. Yeah, exactly. To be taller than her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. So they're dancing. I and have so many problems with, like, the logistics and the motivations of this scene. Why? And, like, <laughs> Brittany, like, you're right. Like, I feel like you would would maybe like under like appreciate the here's okay so he's so they've spent this night together yeah he's basically like admits that he's had a crush on her Mm -hmm. and it may seem sudden but there's something i want to ask you and 
I mean, we know that what he's going to ask her is for her to, like, babysit the kids of the stewardess that he met. Dick move. Uh, we don't know that at the beginning. The we know that at the end. We know that at the end. But, like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what did he think she thought he meant? Well, well I, I will say we're dealing with Stan's family. Like, we're dealing, and clearly Stan is an idiot. And uh, it, it's not a far-off stretch to think that his brother is also a naive idiot who would do something very Stan-like. I guess, but he, they haven't, like, set him up as, like, a, because he also he also doesn't, you know, Blanche is very clearly hitting on him, and I yeah. feel like mm-hmm. he would have been, like, sleazy and sort of like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll hit that and then never call her back, that kind of thing, because, yeah. like, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, it is, you're right, this whole, so, that, that whole character is like very bad. Like, his character doesn't make... Yeah. Any sense. And that Stan shows up was so weird. Well, no, yeah, I get... why is he I there? I get Stan showing up. Stan does that. There's... I mean, this is Stan, guys. He randomly shows up <laughs> at things. Like, he's always, like, randomly yes. showing up at the house being like, hey, it's me, Stan. And it's like, it's 4 a.m. Like, it's it's just what Stan does. So the fact that Stan just shows up in this scene is totally on par with the character. Okay. Yeah. And he shows up because he overheard Ted making arrangements for this trip, and he just assumes now... To Acapulco. To Acapulco, because he assumes now this is what Ted does when he wants to get engaged, when he's, like, Mm -hmm. moving to a next serious level. Because he's done it once before. Exactly. And so he's worried that that Ted's going to propose to Dorothy. And again, and I realize this is a running thing on the Golden Girls, where they're, like, get engaged after a date or whatever, but, Mm -hmm. like, I just have such a hard time... Believing, first of all, like Ted and Stan seem so close. Mm-hmm. Don't you think if you were gonna ask your ex sister in law to marry you, that you'd like yeah. go to your brother first and be like, "Hey, mm-hmm. I'm really into your ex wife." Because it's not the Stan and Ted show. I know it's the Golden but Girls. They seem to be so close that right. that also seems a little out of character for what we know about their relationship. I feel like if you want that storyline, you're gonna have to go to Law and Order Miami. Is that a Law and Order? No, but it should be. <laughs> They really underplayed that whole brother thing. I thought that was really creepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was It was weird. Well, so um, Stan walks in, and he cuts in with Ted and Dorothy dancing. And, oh, and she, her body goes limp oh, as, yeah, soon her as body, she tries to dance. As soon as, as soon as Stan starts dancing with her, she just starts, <laughs> like, moving around like a pickle. Like, he's trying to, like, move a pickle around the, the dance floor, and it's, she's just not moving. And I love that pickle is where your mind goes. <laughs> I know. Like, she's just, like, this tall, just, like... Pickle. Pickle, I guess, yeah. And he's like, he's like, you're not moving. It reminds me of our wedding night. <laughs> I mean, I, at this point, I'm kind of like, I kind of understand why Stan's upset. Like, I don't yeah. mind his jabs. In this I don't episode. either. I think it's it's mm-hmm. a real shitty thing. But the fact that he's so concerned about it, I was, what I wish they would have done is, because Stan, there's always this undertone of Stan missing Dorothy, of something that yeah. Stan made a mistake with what he did for Dorothy, and so, against Dorothy. And I wish they would have put that more into this episode. I mm-hmm. think it would have been a jealousy factor. It would have been more of a realistic and interesting thing to watch mm-hmm. than just him freaking out. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure, we know he's jealous, but he, right. didn't, he didn't vocalize it, and I wanted sure. that to be vocalized. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it would have been nice, because we've already seen uh, Dorothy get jealous when we think Stan and Blanche are yes. dating. Yes. So it kind of would have been nice to see the reverse of that. Exactly. So Stan um, tells Dorothy he's going to propose to you. They go back to the table. Yeah, now Ted all three comes of back. them are sitting at a table. Like, Stan's going to fucking be there for the proposal. I mean, yeah. Stan, he would be. It's Stan. He totally would be. Um, so they're at the table. Brittany and looks so confused. Right well, I just have a question now. Like, did, Does that mean Ted had like a rebound marriage at some point? That he had like Probably. a second divorce? That- I think 
So I think that's was the in, in indication. It seems like that should have been something she like knew about. Well, her and Stan have been divorced for a little while, and you know, it's her brother. It's an old brother-in-law, so you probably don't stay up on news of a divorced spouse's siblings. Huh. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. guess. Maybe. But I figured right. that's what people like used to talk about before the internet and stuff. Yeah. Is that all they had to talk Did about? Did you hear about Ted and the flyaway? Yeah. And also <laughs> people like to like gossip and stuff. So mm-hmm. I feel like. Dorothy interview- doesn't feel like a gossip though. Sure, but I, I don't know. Maybe Stan would have, like, talked about it or something at yeah. some point. But, yeah. um, so they're at the table, and uh, and Stan's indicating that, you know, a proposal is on the way. And Ted's even saying, yes, I do have an important question. Yeah, it, but it's so, like, you know, he's like, she's like, um, he's like, Stan's like, Ted, uh, we know about Acapulco. And, uh, and he's like, oh, you do? And Dorothy's like, so it's true? And he's like. Yes, I'm hoping you'll say yes. Oh. And she's like, and I'm like, how does he not see yeah. where we all think this is going? They've been hanging out, they've been dating, and every, like they've been, you know, they kissed. And uh, and he's like, you know, I hope you'll say, I hope you'll say yes. Yeah. And then it would have been funnier if he mumbled. And then, um. and then that's where we learned when he goes, he goes, no, I'm not proposed. No, I need no, some. don't. You're giving him go. Oh yeah, propose. Oh, pro- I can't no. do it. You do it because I'm I'm too animated in life and enjoy I talking. met this great looking stewardess on the flight out there. She said I oh, she said she'd go to Acapulco with me, but only if I found a sitter for her two kids. Dorothy, I hope you'll do it for me. Uh, and they do like this, what? And Stan, of course, gets excited about this. Now when when they did that high five fist palm thing, you know, that yeah. move, I thought that was a mistake at first. And like one was trying to do a high <laughs> five, one was doing this. But then they did it back to each other. And so it was obviously it was a good brotherly setup actor moment where they both were like, Yeah, we're brothers. That's a special way of doing a high I five. I bet that was them on the day of where they were like Let's not do a regular high five. <laughs> yes. Let's yeah. do a thing where people will be like, oh, that's like a brotherly handshake because I used to have one with my own brother. So I and feel like we should. You know do what? It. Ted, probably the guy who played Ted, probably, he's such a bad actor. He probably was method. He probably like thinks he's a great actor. And so he was all like, yeah, I, just let me just go around doing this with people all day. Let me get in the character with this. <laughs> yeah, let me, just, let me just like really. I'm going to fist high five people all day. He's like, guys, I'm going to feel like announced it, but like didn't quite know what it was called. So he's like, guys, I'll, uh, I'll, I'm going to take the lunch break. I'm going to go out, see if I can fist a few people and then come back. BRB, guys. BRB. Oh, uh, so great. So Dorothy now is, you can tell that she's not saying much, actually. And she's graceful. She's graceful, but she also, <laughs> you also can tell that there's something stewing inside of her. Something is about to happen, and you don't know what. You don't know what's coming, but you know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And she leans in to Ted, and she's being graceful and respectful, and she's like, well, I should go, but I, I, I just want you to know that I won't tell anybody about that deep, dark secret you shared with me last night. And then she blows him a kiss. And Ted, still being a dum-dum, is like, thanks, Dorothy. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And she gets up, she blows him a kiss, he blows a kiss back, and she goes to the maitre d's microphone. Which, I like that they have sort of been, like, gently setting it up. Like, when they first get to the restaurant, you hear, like, you know, "Mm -hmm, Wilson, party of three. So they've, like, set this thing up. And And um, she takes the microphone, she's like, can I use this? And she's like, excuse me, excuse me. Ladies, I have to have attention, please. It's the the gentleman in the blue blazer at uh, table five, she's pointing to him. He's impotent. Bon appetit. And she does this like a Vita wave away oh. where she's just like, Ma Vita, Ma Vita. It's amazing. Just, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. And I know that this has, it, it's a, it's completely different, but anytime I see like a woman at a podium, I just always think of the episode of Ellen where she came out 
Oh, Remember yeah. with Laura Dern? Yeah. And Great she's, episode. She's like, fi- like she's telling her at the airport, and 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 but before she actually says it, she's having this moment with Laura Dern, and 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 she just goes, Susan. And then she leans forward onto, onto a podium to, like, stable herself but doesn't realize she's talking right into the microphone. And she just goes, I'm gay. And it, like, <laughs> echoes throughout the airport. And everybody just loses their shit in the audience. And Laura Dern hugs her. And there's just guys, this long applause break. It's amazing. Do you guys remember where where you were when that happened, that episode? No. I mean, I was no. in high school. I was home. I was watching it. I remember. It was so pivotal for me. I mean, I, I think... As a just a gay person, it was so incredibly pivotal for me watching that. I remember the moment where I was, what I was doing, and how frustrated I, I was. Sitting in my downstairs bedroom, and I had the we had a portable TV that was never used, but I used it so that no one would hear because I could stick my headphones into it. Mm-hmm. No one would hear what I was watching. Even though I wasn't, my family was cool, I just didn't want them knowing that I was watching this. And I was hiding watching it. And then I remember the next day, because I think it was a Tuesday or a Thursday, if I remember right, it, I I wanted to, like, talk about it at school. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't. But I wanted to so, so, so badly. It was such a amazing moment seeing that episode. And also frustrating, because there was so much about it that I just wanted yeah. to... I wanted to freak out and just be excited with people, but there mm-hmm. was no one I could be excited with. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody. I was, what, I was 14, I guess? 13, 14? Yeah. Well, get oh. excited now. I mean, I've been excited for years, trust me. <laughs> All the dicks in my life have been a very much an excited yeah. following of it Ellen. Was, yeah. It was a great episode. And then she well, hugs her, and she's like, that felt so great and so loud. It's yeah. wonderful. Amazing. So Dorothy gets home, and we're, well, we're not seeing Dorothy yet, though. We see Rose, uh, who's Rose asleep in her bed. Finally sleeping. And Blanche storms into the room, and, and can we talk about what she's wearing? She's wearing a like a muumu, a polka dot white muumu like with a roses on it. Cottony. It's a it's like a bath. It's a it's a nightgown. I'd wear it, but it's not like the <laughs> silky low cut form fitting nightgown she usually wears. It's like it's like almost like shaped like a bell. Yeah. It's very. Very wide and cottony, and it definitely looks comfortable. And I was like, oh, cool, she's going for comfort finally. Yeah. But then she hops in the bed, and I'm like, she's fucking wearing high heels. Like, yeah. I get that that was like a thing, but when you're going for comfort and you're wearing pajamas, like, have you ever, Brittany, put on high heels with pajamas or a nightgown or any like comfy clothes? Never put on high heels. Yeah, Brittany doesn't seem like a high heel gal. I don't know. Brittany can wear high heels. But even just like a normal shoe with like a nightgowny thing. No, yeah. I have not. Like, like always sneakers. socks or bare feet or slippers, right? <laughs> I never had on like high tops with it or anything. <laughs> Put on your snakes. But yeah, oh, like it's man. it's almost like you're you're can, you know you're canceling out yeah. the comfort level. I think it's totally mm-hmm. on par for Blanche, though. Well, sure, yeah. sure. Um, so Blanche goes in to talk to Rose about um, about the situation with Ted and Dorothy and how she feels like she's you know been wrong about her reaction. And, and here's the thing too: this whole episode they've been telling. Rose, go to sleep, go to sleep. She and finally now, goes finally, to sleep, yeah. and now they're waking her up. Yeah, that's really like, bad. Rose. So then Dorothy comes home. She knocks on the door. Sorry, and yeah. I know it's one line that I love so much where Blanche goes to Rose. She's trying to wake her up, and she goes, am I a terrible person? And she goes, no, you're just horny all the time. Sorry, <laughs> go on. Line. I hope that's a gif somewhere. I it want should it. be. Oh, we can make it. it. We should be. make it. We should make it for this episode. So she, so Blanche, or Dorothy comes home, knocks on Rose's door. Blanche freaks out, hides in the corner behind the curtain. Which the curtain, the drapes are essentially the same material as exactly. that down. Yeah. And, and, uh, Dorothy walks in, sits on the rose, sits on the bed. 
Rose is like, or Dorothy says, are you asleep? And she's like, I don't know. And (laughs) she says how embarrassed she was about, you know, talking to Blanche that way and everything that happened with Ted and all these things. Yada, yada, yada. Blanche comes out from behind the curtain and says, I know, I I love you too. It was a whole moment of of love and everything. And then Sophia walks in the room. And Sophia's like, I got my, I got Sicilian this. Sicilian sleeping potion. Exactly. For Rose. And Rose is already fast asleep now. She's, she's just gone asleep. And so Dorothy, being a good daughter, was like, well, I'll drink it, Mom. Thank you. And so she drinks it, and she's like, hi. She, she Dor- hands the glass to Blanche. Yes. And then immediately falls onto the bed. Just like, it just knocks her out. And Sophia gets excited and says, oh, my God, I have to go remember what I put into this. Blah. She runs off. And and then Dorothy gets up and it's like, it's the little things that make her happier. It's, yeah, she goes, takes so little to make her happy. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's very cute. such a sweet, adorable and this, thing. You think that's going to be the end of the episode. You think mm-hmm. that's when the credits are going to roll. and But it doesn't. And they're just like, there's this, a laugh line that they both wait for. And then Blanche, or no, Dorothy, does Dorothy she, say anything? She just goes, good night. Blanche. Yeah. And then she literally just face plants the floor. Like she just. <laughs> she. I was saying as soon as it was so over, good. it was like she, the way she falls onto the bed after drinking the thing is like so graceful. It's like yeah. when you fake fall. But then she literally like the six foot woman like face plants on the other side of the bed. And it was it's it's so it's so funny. It was like it ended on a joke. But then they were just like, we're going to take it one step further. Yeah. Really great. It was great. It was a great episode. Really funny. Really yeah. just legit. Cool. Yeah. Good episode. Very funny episode that probably I don't feel like is talked about a lot because it really is just good writing. It's just like, yeah, there's nothing. There's no great big moment that happens. There's no it's big just, set piece. No. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's just it's just a really well written, funny episode. Um, so, Brittany. Yes. At the end of every podcast, we do a golden takeaway. It's a moment of truth or a nugget of inspiration that you can take from the episode and apply to your life or the, the lives, lives of, of our others. listeners. I feel like I've really yeah, I'm I starting to memorize the things you say. <laughs> Good. Um, so we'll start so you have an example of what to say. Okay. Um, my golden takeaway from this episode is to have more anonymous sex. I feel like that Dorothy really opened herself up here in having a intimate moment with um, someone who was essentially kind of a stranger to her at this point in her mm-hmm. life. And um, I think I need to do that. So mm-hmm. it's a good be vulnerable. Takeaway. That's my, yeah. I need to be vulnerable. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Let down my wall, my emotional Berlin wall. <laughs> Knock it down. Tear down this wall. Yeah. Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> I love that noise you just made. You're like, yeah. That's great. Um, I am going to take a, my goal and take away, not from necessarily from the Golden Girls episode, but from this podcast episode with Brittany. Oh. My golden takeaway, always check for toilet paper before you sit down to <laughs> in that the bathroom. That is yeah. a golden takeaway. That it, Get it? It is of literally... Because of urine is yellow? <laughs> You're going to ask Brittany to come on every week now just because of how gracious she's been <laughs> with laughing at you. Uh, two weeks ago, or no, last week we talked about glitter poop. This week we're talking about golden urine. Yeah, wow. pee. We, so we, anyway, that's that's my takeaway. It's we're simple, professionals. Guys. Check, we're check professionals. for it. Brittany? Uh, my takeaway is going to be uh, don't go to nude beaches with your family members. Oh, good one. Thank good you. one. Because they, we didn't actually talk about that, but at the beginning um, when Stan and Ted are leaving, they say, let's go to the nude beach before all the other the creeps, creeps get there. Creeps get there. Yeah, yeah, but they're essentially creeps too. Have yeah. you ever been to a nude beach? No. Oh, you should. I don't think so. It's fun. I love a nude beach, but I love being naked. Yeah, and I there don't. I would yeah, be. I, don't, I would gladly be within three feet of your hoo ha at a nude beach. Wait, 
you would gladly be within three feet of me in a recreational situation, yes. but not in like not a pseudo-emergency situation. N- anything coming in or out of your body, I don't want to be near. So it's that you didn't want to be near my pee? Well, yeah, that's a vulnerable situation. Whereas if you're naked on a beach, it's like, oh, we're all just naked here on a beach. Mm-hmm. Look at the sun. Hope you have sunscreen. You know, and it's like it's like funny. But you're also going to be more likely to see way more of my naked body on a nude beach. No, because the a- sun, I get blinded. No. Yes. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Brittany, where can people follow you on the internet? What, are, can- what can people look forward to with you? Um... Well, this Friday, uh, season two of Transparent is coming out. Yay. Oh, yay. Uh, so we will say we are recording this pretty much the day before this is about to air. Yeah. So this Friday is what? December the 11th. December 11th. Um, so everyone watch second season of Transparent. Yep. I also have a podcast called Brand New Podcast. Ooh. Um, you can find that pretty easily. Just Google it. Yeah. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat at B is Hilarious. And it's true. Her accounts are Hilarious. They are. Oh, I very much you. enjoy you. I love your snaps. Oh, I love your snaps. Oh, I apologize for all of mine. <laughs> um, and I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. And I am uh, CarrieDoherty.com. We've, we've got it all in the end thing. Yeah. It's well, no, we don't have our things in the end thing. Oh, okay. We just have the promotional things gotcha. in the end thing. So now, Brittany. Thank you for doing this podcast. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah. this was fun. They're fun. And this They're was great. a great episode to watch. It I was. really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad this was the one you experienced with us. You me make too. me a better man. <laughs> hey guys, thanks so much for listening today. And remember, you can go to outonthelanai.com for everything Golden Girls podcast related. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash golden girls podcast. We post a ton of photos, links, crazy rare footage of the golden girls. We are also on Tumblr. And, uh, if you have a few minutes, please go to iTunes, rate the podcast. If you like it, leave us a glowing review and just make it more popular for us. Cause we all love it. Let's be real. They got a few minutes. Go to outonthelanai.com slash discuss. That's D I S Q U S. And look for today's episode to leave your questions and comments. You guys, you can also donate to the podcast because we need it to, you know, promote shows, maybe do the live show in your town, all kinds of crazy things that we're doing. We need your support. So go to outonthelanai.com slash donate. Also, thanks to Spreaker for their free hosting services. And finally, thanks to HeadGum. You can check out all their awesome podcasts on HeadGum, including Jake and Amir's, The Best of Friends, Gilmore Guys, they have a so lot of many great, great podcasts. podcasts. Guys. Check them out. And of course, remember, guys... Stay golden. That's so creepy. It is a little creepy. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>